What's up, everybody? It's your girl, R.B. Silverman. Happy Black Friday, everybody. It's me, Crystal B. What the and hell? We are here with Let's Talk About It podcast. We have two guests today. Dean D. Jones and Calvin Mann. This episode is about when a king speaks. Yes. We want to hear from our black men of our community about education of their thoughts, the processes, the upbringings, just the overall love and struggles with their side of life. Right. Health, men's health. It is Men's Health Month, by the way. November, right? Yes. Hence the green. Um definitely on top of that as far as mental health so we need to bring more awareness to mental health in our community when it comes to black men so green is the green is for the color of mental health yes i didn't know that i wore green for my birthday okay oh, i didn't know sure that. did you I, sure did that, like, that color has been sticking out to me all month too i didn't know that though that's that's a good thing to go um before we get started i want to first talk to our man how are you kelvin i'm good i'm good how's everybody everybody's doing great (laughs) glad to see you here interested to hear what you have to say not much (laughs) yeah right not much but a whole lot of something we have a video from him that i'm I'm interested to get everybody's thoughts on it and he's going to go further into it d jones how are you feeling today happy friday everybody everybody that's watching happy friday i feel vibrant is that a is that a feeling Vibrant. I know. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Okay, that's how I feel today. My mood is vibrant. <laughs> Amen to that. I'm loving it. I'm liking all yeah. of it. Right. Can I get some of that energy? Yeah. I like that green too. <laughs> I appreciate it. And it I, is my I would like color. to say November is the greatest month out the whole year. And that being You said you said it's man health month? Yes. Then you got uh the greatest holiday. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, the and, Turkey Day, and it's Scorpio season. Hey, give it Shout up to, to our Scorpio. All yeah. right, I'm down for it. It's the greatest month of the year. It is. It's a great month. Mm-hmm. We have nice, cool weather. I know that Scorpio bad. stuff ended on the twenty second. I'm sorry, sir. Excuse me. I must correct right. you that it ended on the twenty first. I know that because that's my okay. actual birthday. All right. It's and all good. We just a we few still days have out. a month of Scorpio. Me November. I'm just saying. I, I have it. no I problem sharing it with Sagittarius. Right. Yeah, they're okay people. <laughs> they are good. They're great people. They lie a lot. They but do that lie ain't what we're talking about today. All signs so. lie. All signs do lie. But people. Sagittarius I, I lie a lot. I put an Aries up there quick. Listen, Aries are the number one liars. Oh. Aries are not a number one liar. They are number ones to, to abide by the Fifth Amendment. They're just no, they lie about, about nothing. I believe nothing. the Fifth, but I'm not Aries. <laughs> Aries lie about nothing. Nothing. At least the females do. I don't know about the men, That's but the, the men. women and the women. Mm. Oh no. my God! I don't know. I don't know. I think this is where you, you don't have see to see the title. Everyone, you see me and the brother vibe, don't it? Real. Somebody quick. say Sagittarius. They they tell fibs. Mm. They no, tell stuff like lies. I was at the game yesterday, but they were sleep. That's a bald faced lie. Aries, That's not a fib. Aries tell lies like I didn't sleep with him. Yes, you did. That's a big lie. No. I've been there. Oh, I had so a Sagittarius tell me that they were in a whole military across the country and was in their <laughs> bedroom watching TV. Wow. <laughs> now, now that's a real lie. I'm talking about playing all at every He just ain't had no game, baby. That's all. That was a woman. 
She ain't had no gang. Oh, she's like, I'm in the military. I'm over <laughs> on the other side of the country. Laying her kids though. Mm. Biggie. I'm gonna keep See my y'all. last comment to myself. What sign are you, Arby? I'm a Taurus. Oh, Taurus May is Taurus. one of my favorite people. Hey, hence our relationship. That's okay. It's it's quite all right because as soon as I said it, my whole energy just lifted. Hence why I have on green as well. Okay. My favorite color, my birthstone, emerald. Yes. Mm. My, my birthstone is topaz. So like a yellow. Yellowish color. Well, yellow is pretty. <laughs> you like it? Pecan tan. We've talked about this. <laughs> Cat, what, what, what uh, sign are you? I'm a Virgo. Nice. Virgos are great people. Great. I'm a Virgo. Virgo. Oh, so okay. those are your books? Yes, sir. No wonder you're Virgo. They know, they're know they know-it-alls. Are they? They are, they? they are. They're usually right. They just like to tell you they're right. I thought that was a I've Leo. never ran into no, a person Virgos. like that. Virgos are right. They'd, they'd be like, if I was you, I would do. And they always right. They just, the way they tell you, you'd be like, man, if you don't shut up. It's but the they way always they approach right. you, huh? Hmm? The way they approach you? Yeah. Okay, hey. But they always right. And I can see him being an author because Virgos are very intelligent and they know it all. Thank you, brother. No problem. Hey. Okay. Well, we'll start this one out um, with, since I did speak on Mental Health Month being Remember, in November. Men. Men's, I'm sorry. Men's Health Month, but I wanted to right. focus on mental but health. Mental health. Okay. Just the men is at the top of that. So that's great. Yeah, I'm all it. for it. I yeah. mean, today is all about you guys. I mean, hence the title. Yeah, I'm just adding to it. That's all. <laughs> see that Virgo answer right oh, here? Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> I see what you mean now. <laughs> I just never have experienced it that way. But did you guys know guys know that twelve point one percent of men with the, between the ages of eighteen years and over are in fair or poor health. Can you give me some insight into that, gentlemen? Can you repeat that? Say that one more time for sure. 12.1% of men okay. starting at the age of 18 years or over have fair or poor health. So that's declining. Like their health is okay or it's really bad. It's what we eat. Mm. And this is their mental uh, health or their physical? Just physical health, whether it's physical, mental, everything. But when I ask that question, what else is it? Because I just off of the men in my family don't like to go to the doctor. So give me a little bit of insight on what you see is the problem with that. Because I've also known, just to add to that, um, some people have told me, or gentlemen, that they have a fair available in the month of like the end of October into November where they provide certain services health fair so you can get tested for a lot of things and get your health together so give me some insight into why there is a breakdown when it comes to going to the doctor or anything or why the health does decline like that the system was never uh, trusted and the the home has failed because there's no example of a man going to the hospital going to the doctor right the home has failed when we allow our boys to make decisions Um, do you want to go no, I don't want to go, right? And, and this is why we have to be careful uh, calling our sons young kings and things like that because okay. we're allowing our children to make adult decisions. 
And so when they are making these decisions, when they become men, um, um, I got to hustle. I'm going to avoid going to the doctor. Or, right? Mm-hmm. We've watched... Uh, we've watched on the other side uh, at least everybody in this room knows somebody in the age of their 30s who have died. Right. Um, naturally, heart attack, diabetes, the whole nine. Um, everybody in this room knows somebody uh, who's 20 who was murdered. Right. And so mm-hmm. when you look when you look at the statistics, uh, we have improved as men. Uh, more and more fathers are going to the doctor. Uh, more and more fathers are seeking mental health uh, assistance. Uh, but um, in that statistic that you gave, we do not trust the system, right? Mm. Because it's a lot, right? The family environment teaches you this, right? Right. Uh, we are constantly promoting they and not loving we. And that that is a big uh, deal inside of the household, the family, the community, the whole night. I'm, I'm literally saying uh, a question was asked. Ed Gordon was here. It was a town hall. Mm-hmm. And everybody that went to the microphone, it was asked, what are your solutions culturally? Right. <clears throat> Get one solution. And everybody that went to the microphone, all they talked about was they. Racism. They. They. Mm. They. They. I'm talking. You they see what who? they are you talking about white people, the system, right? Uh, because, again, in my opinion, um, that's all I know is the solutions. So what's the difference between me and them, right? Right. I don't buy into the they, right? And mm-hmm. and that's a big um, problem. Uh, if we focused on we, uh, and, and not just being about money, I think we could continue to focus and come up. And strengthen. That's my two cents. I like that. Now, because of uh, a lot of things breaking down, like you said, the distrust in the system with going to the doctor and things of nature, and then the mothers or whomever, the parents, giving the children the opportunity to say, hey, do you want to go to the doctor? No, there's no opportunity. There's no question. You're going to the doctor. However, the age life expectancy has also declined. there's like a five-year gap between men and women right now. Women are at 81 years average age. And God bless my grandmother. She lived till she was 84. Yes. Yes. And men now are, uh, on average, 76 years old. Dee Jones, tell me, what, what do you think about that? I mean, saying that men expectancy is no older than 76 years old we live a crazy life (laughs) Um, uh and then we we stress out a lot and don't we don't seek therapy you know what i'm saying so a lot of a lot of stuff that we do we don't talk about it you know what i'm saying we men keep a lot of stuff in bottled up um I think therapy is just now becoming popular, you know what I'm saying? Because okay. my parents didn't do therapy. My grandparents didn't do therapy. Um, so I think, you know, stress can kill you. Oh, yes. Stress can kill you. And like I said before, the the foods we eat um, can kill you. I went to the store yesterday, and I picked up, like, some some uh, gluten-free, sugar-free cookies, right? They were mm. $6. Mm. The Doritos is too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it costs more to to, to eat, right? 
it's easy to just go stop at McDonald's and get a burger, but that's right. going to kill you faster. Oh, yes. And then we, we stress. So I think a combination of stress and the foods we eat. Oh, yeah. Now you talk about stress. There are a few different, and I just, I looked this information up, <laughs> a few different symptoms or I should say um, typical common mental health disorder because I'm really about mental health. I go to a therapist. I seek out and I talk. I've been going to him since 2015. So shout out to my therapist, James Cowley. Hi. <laughs> So, but um, the top ones were depression, anxiety, substance use disorder. What do you guys think about that one? That's number three on the list. Substance use disorder. Like in replacement of, because I've seen it, in replacement of the things that you're going through, I've noticed that some men will step beyond smoking marijuana and step into other realms to handle their pressure. That's an everybody situation, yeah. though. Most of our community deals with weed, liquor, and cigarettes, I think is probably our yes. the three common ones. And you're having a bad day, they get into arguments, you grab a blunt, you grab a cigarette, I need right. a shot. You know what I'm saying? But how does that... Um, what is a good way, an, a, another way or another method to be able to communicate with the person who's putting you in that place or the situations that's putting you in that place? Is that a good, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. how can you deal with this in another way versus getting drunk and then now you don't care and now you done tore up something, now you done lost your anger, now you done, you know, gotten into a place, gotten into the hole further? Well, you only have the skill. So the skill is what you have. That's how you go at it. So if I only had a skill to grab the blunt, give me a drink, right, right and react, that's the skill I've taught myself. Right. Um, we've taught ourselves self-sabotage, right, and in the process of understanding that um, what is your routine when you get in the stress? Well, uh, we, like, like Dee said, uh, you watch your diet because in your diet is the triggers, right? Mm -hmm. Right? And so if, um, you know, you come home and, you know, you got a thousand liquor stores everywhere, it's easy for me to just pull in right. and get that shot, right? So I've created a habit of self-destruction, right? And that process is the one you have to uh, develop a will to handle it another way, right? Because you don't even realize, like a lot of people don't even realize like, even right now, everybody want to smoke weed. They, mm -hmm. they, love, they love weed, but don't realize they're addicted. Right. And, and so if you can't go two days without getting high, you got a problem. If you can't go a month without getting drunk, you got a problem. Mm -hmm. And so in, in these areas, I make up the excuse to do this vice. So, therefore, I become it's – a, it's an addiction. And so is – the re negative responses, and so is you know right. how I handle my relationships and oh. all of that. Right? So we, it becomes uh, an issue. That's a good one to touch on. We have a clip from Hurricane Chris, who's given black man um, advice on how to deal with contrast in a way. And I just want you to see if you guys agree or not. Can you play that for me? I got a challenge for my brothers. The next time you get in an altercation, a verbal altercation and you don't feel like your safety has been threatened, 
or is about to be threatened. I want you to look the person in the eyes that you're arguing with and tell them, hey, bro, fuck all this shit that we're talking about. Shake his hand. Give him a hug. Love can overpower hate. It's 5150. Oh, yeah. I like that. And I will tell you, I've seen um, some things on Facebook that show two guys going back and forth as if they were going to have a physical altercation and literally gave each other a hug. Now, it could have been set up, but it still shows, hey, there's other ways, like Hurricane Chris stated, to handle a stressful situation without violence. How do you let pride, but, and and in the state of men, how do you not allow your pride to oversee that? How do you stop yourself from saying, you know what, I'm not about to go there. Right. Because I can get shot tonight. I cannot go home tonight. I can get arrested tonight. You know what I mean? This can go completely different because how many times have we lost somebody or one of the crew people of our crew because we got into an argument with such and such it just went awry and now somebody's out of here right well (laughs) i think for you know black men one thing we never used to do when i grew up was tell each other we love each other Mm -hmm. and that's a and that's a big thing like it's okay to be like man i love you dog I right. love you, bro. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. And and that'll stop a lot of tension. And because as black men, we don't we a lot of black kids didn't hear "I love you" growing up. So sometimes we gotta tell each other that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I know I didn't grow up, even though Miles gonna say he my father. <laughs> I, I, I love my father, but I didn't grow up in the same house with my father. You know what I'm saying? So and and even though my mom was affectionate, it's different. I think it's different if you hear your father say, I love you. You know what I'm saying? He says it, but I didn't hear it on a constant constant basis. Consistent. You know what I'm saying? So oh, for yes. a lot of us, uh, well, I tell my, when I when I'm about to, because you don't even know when you're going to see somebody no more. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yes. So when I when I left my cousin's house yesterday, man, I love y'all. I love you, bro. I love you, cuz. You know what I'm saying? So saying, saying I love you might go a long way with breaking a lot of tension and then just getting older and growing like a lot of stuff I did in my 20s and 30s now it's like man I'm not about to risk my money over no conflict I'm not about to risk my life over what somebody said to me you know what I'm saying like I've had situations where somebody was like on live, man, F you in, I'm going to beat your ass and all this other stuff Mm -hmm. and I went and checked the nigga now it's like for what what if I would have went and he had his his homies and they shot me or something? You know what I'm saying? Like over some dumb beef. So a lot of stuff ain't ain't worth it. It's just getting older. Once you get to a certain age, you realize like, man, it's not about to. I'm about to let this affect my life. Even coming into the point of like you mentioned from your father, and I just didn't hear you didn't hear him say it often, or you didn't see him express it with other men often. It's a it is a learned behavior, if you will. Right. We got a clip from Calvin Mann, our guest today, who's kind of explaining a little insight of of how this is a domino effect, if you will. Can we play that for me? Take this one today. In that little boy is a 
seed. It's called fatherhood. It must be processed by another father. You need to understand we literally have been harming the culture of family by damaging and denying and not raising our boys. When a child has his father from birth to nine, the child lives longer. The goal for the boy is to become a man, husband, and father. Peace. Oh, yes. Love it. Nice. Can you go into this a little bit more and explain it for us? Well, I think D, I think D touched on it. Yeah. And I think more importantly, that's the dynamic that creates the fractured male. Okay. Right? Um, society for hundreds and hundreds of decades and decades and decades alone have made sure somehow we marginalize the male, right? We reduce him. We take away. Mm -hmm. Everyone joins in. Right? Because right. opportunities increase, we still join in to marginalize mm -hmm. the male. Mm -hmm. So even if you have a son, there are some things you're going to cheat him out of. Mm -hmm. uh, in particular, in growing. And it's not, right? it's, not on, it's not on purpose. It's not on purpose. It's just in growing, there are things you don't know yeah. that he needs. Culturally, across the board, uh, nationally, we didn't realize how important fathers really were. We only constituted a dad to a check, paycheck, right. uh, presence, and penis. That was it. So if he provided those, when you start cutting into those, right, and you start reducing that, and there's no input. So it starts down here with the boy. Right. The boy must be raised by a male groomed properly yeah groomed into that process so right. as he was saying um, me and miles can disagree we're walking out the door but when you don't have that component where men have taught you and understand just like he said when he got older hey it's not even worth it the street culture teaches murder mm -hmm. we don't want to accept that um, the other part of that is if I, uh, the rules, right? We make up these rules, but don't want to abide by laws. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, that's strong. right. And so because of that, um, it says if he gets allowed between the two of us, this is what we've taught culturally <laughs> between the two of us, emotionally, one of us, or maybe two of us didn't have a father that teaches strategic, critical thinking, how to live love, process, right? Mm -hmm. Even some fathers who are fathers don't even want to feel that, mm -hmm. you see? Because these are the things that have been marginalized in your DNA. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to me being able to have this conversation and I'm saying to the young men, mm -hmm. right, this is how valuable you are. That's what that's about. Mm -hmm. You are the intricate piece to your family, your daughters mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. your sons, mm -hmm. right? Right. So if I'm in your life from birth to nine, you get to live longer. What we have did is praise pimping, procrastination. Oh yeah. We've made some of the things culturally. We've said um, we've taken on a number of things that said um, what was uh, 
what is black is wrong, right? Like, this is something black people do, right? We, we got comedians with black people. We're constantly, de- slowly, unconsciously, destructively hurting the male, the family, the woman. It's consistent. So when we understand how important dads really are and we begin to love on our fathers differently, he then can release more of the superpower that he has. It is where he said about me saying to a brother, you know, I love you. Well, yeah, I can say that. But in my interaction, if Miles has said to me, I love you. But why? Because of the action. He understands that I am consistent in my presentation and love and understanding toward him and protective and using that to look out for my brother. Mm -hmm. He does the same in return. That is what we have to get to. That's where we must go. And then family-wise, we got to get out of this money is everything. Right. When legacy is everything. So you can have um, what they call uh, wealth. You can't have wealth. wealth. You can't have generational wealth. And your son is uh, James. uh, His last name is William. And my last name. You can't. Who you going to pass it on to with all this separation and brokenness. Mm -hmm. Right. And people say, well, we're not broken. I'm not saying in the term that you might think Mm -hmm. I'm saying we have a vacant lot effect. Every time a male is killed, pop. Right. Every time we kill a male, we knocked off a legacy. Right. That seed is what we need. So in our mentoring program, that's why we go get fathers of all types. I don't care if he broken, beat up. When we bring him in, we're going to turn him on. We're going to show him and we're going to bring out that superpower that he has. And we're going to put it on the young men and two people going to get up and move in sync. That is where we have to go. And that's what I think is very, very important because, again, look at our family dynamic. Mm, Yeah. Then go look at all of the statistics from murder, rape, suicide, all of those. And look how fatherhood is thoroughly connected to preventing the failure. So even when we have fathers who have... I don't know. He, he They haven't completely checked out, but they haven't been a strong foundation in their families right. that they've grown themselves. Right. Moving forward, now you have the the, the production of that, which is us, right. our children, right. the children, right? Mm-hmm. How do we, moving forward, continue to grow or start to grow? Like, I get all of the problems. We can all point them out, right? right? We right. have so many different issues. Right. But at what what area are we going to pick to focus on that's doing well so all of the other things can now fall into the place of getting better? Okay. So brand it. You brand everything else. Right. So brand the love that you have for fathers. That's what we do. You say that? Yeah, right. I saw your shirt. I was right. going to ask you about that, too. Right. And so on our website, we have more fatherhood gear there is. We've literally sent boys into the home where the father was just barely seeing his son. Mm. Right? And the mother dropped the son off at the door. And the son got on a good father's only T-shirt. And the mom, she got on a good father's only T-shirt. And you just dropped him off at the door. Suddenly, uh, within a week, that same father is now, instead of sitting and having her drive all the way to Flint, these are actual stories, mm. I'm coming down and picking him up. 
Then two weeks, now not only am I coming down, I'm coming to see what's going on. Right. Right. So you have to you have to love on them in order for them to see that there is more to them. Right. If you are only have an expectation on a father, we place expectation on men. But if you only have an expectation on this father, you're not doing this. You're not. You're reminding him of what he already knows. So give him something new. Right. So he can rise up so he can see. Oh, so this is why. Right. Because it's in us. naturally. We do things naturally. Yo, everybody always asks the man, why are you not paying? If you paying child support, you paying child support. If you this, that, the other. Here's the truth. If I'm in your life, mm-hmm. three things I'm going to bring that are natural. Presence, protection, penis. Right. Right. Uh, with all of that. See the opposite. Pay attention. Right. With all of that. I can get to monetary with no problem. I can romance you. Men naturally want to do these things. But if I ask you or you demand it, you push back. Mm. Men are reactors as well. So I will, um, is is our anniversary. I got you, baby. You ain't got to say nothing. (laughs) I already know. Some men don't know because it wasn't a priority. It wasn't taught. And again, if I value just, hey, dad, you know what? I saw this thing the other day. This is a book called 15 Things You Didn't Know About Fatherhood. You should check it out. There's some really good things in there. And you can do. Can you pull that up a little bit more so and we you, can see that? And you do some of those things, dad. I remember, but there's some things here you should really learn. Nice. You see what I'm saying? Right. Same thing. Mom, see this right here? Things fathers should say. You know how you've been denying dad the access? You should really take a look at what men really say to their sons mm. and how they raise them. The only thing that's just a little bit, because in this story that I'm hearing and I understand and I get, we need to love on our men more, right? I just feel as the woman who already initially started that love, right? that, that, that wall that we had to build to say, you know what, you don't deserve this. You know what, I have to step back. Not saying it's a lot of us who didn't choose to keep them away from their child. You chose to walk away. I just didn't chase you. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. It's yeah. a it's it's such a very fine line here. Now with that though, think yes, about it. Yes, yes. And it's like if it's hard for me to walk away if I'm married. It's very easy. For me to walk away in a relationship that I'm not committed to. Right. That's that's and it's not necessarily that I'm walking away from the child. I'm really walking away from you. Mm-hmm. And because of the things that you do, you allowed me to be able to walk away and pick this position because I have condition wise. Society has already conditioned you to devalue me. And me to devalue you. And so you don't realize because what you're saying is, well, we got this kid. You're supposed to be doing this, 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 this. Well, men don't necessarily walk away. I remember when I was asked, it wasn't that I was going to displace my kids. See, you're going to keep the home. You're going to keep the kids. I got to go get back on my feet. Men don't necessarily always just walk away. I got to get back on my feet in order to participate. Now, depending on how long or how many games or where the maturity are, that's that's a big component. 
me to come back from my child. How do I come back from my child when you've been running the show? But I haven't been running the show voluntarily. You left me to run the because the show still must go on. Yeah, so but you still have, have to you, be raised. You have all those resources, though. I don't. Somebody just resources wrote resources to what? I go to work like you. What? Somebody just wrote on my live. Females have babies by guys they know ain't no good. You picked your baby daddy. He ain't pick you. It's see, both ways. See, there it goes. Ways. It's both where ways. This is this is where I think our alignment, our a our, our ability to connect, kind of veers off, and it becomes a defense for everybody because it's like it becomes toxic because. It's now the woman is doing such and such to make this man no, feel no, no, away. No, no, no. What, what I got from what he said was the value of marriage is no longer. Like, I, I believe, you know what I'm saying, 60s, 70s, 80s, men had to chase you to get it. And we had to marry you. Now it's like, it's just there. Like, I it's ain't got to marry you. And then you got, the right. di- you got all these other dynamics. 31% just came out. 31% of dudes the fa- ain't the father. Uh, the, C- no. the CVS k- mm. kit, forty-three uh, percent men weren't a father, right? And then you—that's a, a lot, right? And mm-hmm. then you have, you have. Let's let's really get look at uh, the the as a father. I have a daughter, right? Right. So she got some of the same game in her DNA that I got. Right. Some exactly. of these women got pimp DNA. So yeah. they they maneuver just like men. So when we when we want to be uh, honest and want to be sincere and change it, we have to start within, pay attention to the things yes. that we're doing, and then now if you really want a mate, God say you put it on paper. You put it on paper. Exactly what you want in a mate that can fit, that you can merge. But if you come from a single environment, you have very little merger skills. And so it's very hard for you to get into a relationship because you're so accustomed to a single environment. Right. And so because of that, hey, I ain't got to deal with this. I'm very comfortable over here by myself. This is how I grew up. That's a 50 percent. When I have two parents, I have an idea of what I want to see. Right. Um, even if it's unhealthy, I, I still got an idea of what I want to see. Pick the good, leave the bad. Because there are. It's a, it, it is. Right. Right. But you need, it takes, this is our mantra, is kids need both parents. Right. We have functioned for centuries of the idea, mama, mama, mama. We forget mama had papa, papa, papa behind her so she could talk, talk that talk. Granddaddy was there. Right. My granddaddy was six five, plumber, eleven kids, the whole nine. Two hundred sixty six kids came out of one house. Mm-hmm. We not playing when it come to family. So, right. so he wasn't buying it. If my mother called my grandfather and my grandfather showed up at that door, you knew, right? Yeah, it was gonna be. It wasn't gonna be uh, long, right? Right. But in that process, his governance, his legacy, his process built a multitude because of his character. My grandmother, she could whoop for only so long. When you take away, right, we process this. When you take away that father, that male figure, that he don't even, because he's not being raised today. He's not being raised properly today. The boy is not being, look at the numbers around our boys. This is a a two-sided issue, not just 
Yeah, it's men and women. I mean, I'm just the the reason why I'm writing these books and saying because men didn't know. Right. Y'all didn't know. You didn't know fatherhood. uh, Father's Day didn't came because President Nixon signed a bill for Father's Day to be an actual day. Y'all didn't know that. Y'all don't know that. Y'all think Father's Day, as soon as somebody say Father's Day, y'all go to frowning up thinking about what your father don't deserve. That's commercialism. It so is. somebody told Big you business. every TV show, every uh, movie, mm-hmm. every you are constantly being reminded that that man, that father, is no good. Right. But this is the only reason why it makes it a reality is because that father's not there. I.e., exam- I mean, example for this meaning... You have a daughter. She sees the same things on the things that everybody else see. She see the dad's not there. She see the, she got friends that don't got daddies. She got all of this. But you're not going to be able to tell her that her dad doesn't care. You're not going to be able to stop her from celebrating Father's Day on Father's Day. Why? It's not because of what they say. It's because of what she sees. No, she's impacted. And not just on Father's Day, every day of the week, every day of the month, every day of the year. I'm going to tell you something. I'm there and I'm not. They're impacted. Mm -hmm. I'm there. Do you have to understand? She picks up. She reads books. She sees society. She sees these same videos. She's she's impacted. So I have to remind my daughter, right? But she's starting to grow into womanhood and understand my dad's advice is powerful. I get it now. But 18, 17 no, she wasn't really listening. She was she wasn't paying no attention. That wasn't a household thing. That's just a puberty. Us as teenagers and growing up. It's, it's also the conditioning. You got to understand that screen, right there. Right. When you look at the numbers of how much we watch TV, when you look at the numbers of how much we're on the phone, when you look at the number, black people, we're constantly taking in somebody else's information. Definitely. We're not paying attention to what is right here impacted in our face. This is what I'm right here. My daughter knows she pick a pump. Dad, she didn't got so you dead. Y'all done seen the videos with the dad like, well, don't you got a man or whatever? Don't you got this? But dad, let me get ten dollars. Let me get five dollars. Let me get fifteen dollars. I need to get that. Right? That constant she knows she has a dad in her life. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I gotta I'm cutting you off. No. Nope, because you got to learn in life. But that's a teacher also. That's that's how it's supposed to go. I have to do the same thing with my kid. This is not even about a father or a daughter. That's just your guardian. It's like you're not finna Everybody don't know that, baby. See, you assuming that all these mothers you see and all these people you see know what you know. No. They don't. I'm just... You're isolating the situation to yourself. We're talking about numbers. I can isolate the situation to myself, too. But I'm saying we're talking about numbers where the biggest issues that we're having is there are two economies. There's her economy and his economy. You can evaluate her economy. You can see it. She's she's supposed to be the most educated. Black women are the most educated. But their sons are the most uneducated. Why? Um, black women, they are they are succeeding in CEOs and businesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about their families? How many of that were they success at? So when you guys bought into feminism and things like that, feminism has let you down a hundred times. Y'all still over there in the feminism boat because it's it's very lucrative. So over here is all this these resources and beautiful things over here. His his economy, caskets, graves, army, murder. Suicide. This is his economy. 
We're not paying attention to his economy. Mm-hmm. We're assuming that his economy, um, because Miles has certain success, I have success, D has certain success. We think all these men uh, didn't go through hell to have a success. And they know Miles can tell you, D can tell you, I can tell how many of y'all are against me. They see it with their own eye. That's why they talk from that area. And so if we learn to merge, if we were really, and I've been saying this, if you follow me on Facebook, I'm telling you, we need more marriages. Period. Oh, yes, I agree. We need more I marriages. marriages is a, definitely is a system deal. This is not about, I mean, it is about love, but it's not about love. This is about growth. This is about uniting and building something is what I just personally think marriage is for. Yeah, but if you putting the baby before the, the build... You don't got no foundation. No, yeah. That's you see true. what I'm saying? We we have we have accepted this is acceptable culture. I don't need no man to have no baby. Yeah, okay. Well, you letting everybody shoot up in there. You don't know who the father is. That's what's up. But if you set a standard, women that set standards get husbands, and they don't look like they ain't as fine as you. Why are they getting a husband? How, how these women? Or clean? How, how, right. <laughs> How many of these women are getting husbands? I just seen, right? The black come on now. The black woman is the least married woman in the in the world. Let's talk about it. Yeah, she's she she she's only getting married at a seventeen percent clip. She has the highest divorce rate in the world, forty one percent. That's too high. That's very high, right? But mm-hmm. why? You see what I'm saying? You have to ask yourself why. Well, I'll say this because a lot of them didn't have daddy. And a lot of men, I'll say this, a lot of men are having fun being hoes. We we push that. We tell them. We tell them, boys, 8, 9, 10, sow your wild oats. Not me. None of my boys, all my boys mm-hmm. are husbands and fathers. We don't play that. Right. If, you in, if you're in possession of me and, and you come into my arena where we are mentoring, you're going to be a husband or a father. Right. You are not going to be a whore. We don't talk like that. We right. don't tell our boys to sow their wild oats. Right. Look at the laws that's against boys. Now, the economy, the boy dates a girl, he's 16, she's 15. He can go to jail if the parents say no. Uh, the, the girl, she can be 16 and the boy 14, she's going to happen to her. We got to understand the things that up, we're up against. Right. And, and so if, if, if we are divided, two economies, who's benefiting when we got a trillion-dollar economy? They. The very people that y'all talk about all the time. They, they, they. And what we, we can't do. We are constantly preaching the lack of we to we to prevent we and we hate on we so they benefit. So what is your suggestion now when we start? Where do do we we, start? How do we selectively as a group sit down here and not only find more of like-minded people, but be able to start to truly build a community that is fortunate and successful for our future generations. So it's it's already happening. There are a number of groups and people, and you see success stories. You have to model those. You have to pay attention to those. You got to get out of the rooms where all they talking about is these stars right. and these d- different conversations. You got to get out of those rooms, yeah. right? Because those are all distractive, right? Yeah. Right. Where you got to get in, you got to find out there there are different groups and different people that's pushing parenting and uh, couples and mm-hmm. couple events, right? Right. You got to start doing that, that right? For us, that's in 2023. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're doing uh, an event, uh, mothers with sons, and on uh, February 4th. 
right, uh, where mothers can bring come and get some information on how to handle your sons, right? But in that conversation is going to be how you need to be handling the other parent to co-parent. A lot of times you guys make the mistakes of letting them back in your bed. See, we're separated. No, you're right. You, we're separated. We're, we are no longer having uh, the conversation is about the child. Mm -hmm. But every time we become intimate, you get personal intimately, and all it does is re-trigger your emotions, and then what does that do for the child? So you let him back in your bed, and the child was neglected even mm -hmm. more, yeah. mm -hmm. right? Because all he came, for, right? But if you set the standard, of, hey, we need to focus on the child. Right. Let's focus on our son. I need you to be here. Can you make that? And the more they bow out, right? Mm-hmm the more they're going to suffer. God say you reap what you sow. If you sow bad seed, look at us culturally, you're going to reap bad seed. So for all these men is not really trying to find out, because I tell any man that come to me, because we have men come to us all the time, man, I just want to see my kid. Them the only type of man I deal with, mm -hmm. right? So you want to see your kid? Yeah, I got you. But here's what you got to do. First, DNA test your child. Mm -hmm. Period. Make sure this is your child. No, I know it's my child. No, okay. you don't know. Okay, I'm telling you. You better DNA test the child. Yep. Right? That's my first thing. The the second thing I tell them is you got to be willing to sacrifice the time to spend with your child. Yes. Now, yes. in spending time with your child, that ain't spending time with your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. When my son, psh, all that's cut off. No, you can't come over. This is my son we get. And we locked in. And that's responsible. That's being responsible, but you you're also teaching the child. So just like my son right now, know <laughs> right? he know he knows who he is. You he see what I'm saying? Wife. And so he go like, man, dad, I didn't realize right because he wasn't really paying attention. And now that he became a father, his eyes is open. He was going like, wow, man, we really have been. I didn't realize I was, yeah, because you became a father, you get to look down and see what's really going on. Okay. And that's a powerful thing. And that's what we need because if we value and, and, and men, we got to get out of the, 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 what's that, what's the, the space, uh, the, the conspiracy theory space. <laughs> you got to get out of that space, right? You got to get out of space to somebody, right? Because a man, right? He is a legacy. D Jones. He, he is a legacy, right? What he produces, what he does, how many kids he have with his family, that's his legacy. Mm -hmm. And so if he paint bad pictures, that will be his legacy. So, man, we got to get out of the place of this pimp guy, right? right. Uh, the sister was in here the other day talking about dudes inboxing, inboxing uh, penis shots and all of that, mm -hmm. right? And how many women fall for that? Mm -hmm. Oh, Woo! my God. Did you see that side? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not yeah. about that life. Right. So that's disrespectful. But Very. he they didn't so many have answered that, right? That this is all I got to do so I don't have no I don't have to bring nothing to the table. And so if you don't require me to bring nothing to the table, but yes. that Oh yeah, I put my dangling on the, on the stage. You see what I'm saying? But that's all I got to bring. I drop him. But if you want something of substance, and I I tell sisters all the time, don't take the date. Don't go on a date just to have a meal, and this ain't somebody you're not right. really interested in. Right. Don't do that. Oh, it's a lot of that going on. Well, if you it do is. that, you got to drop them draws. Drop the draws. Well, drop them draws. That's that's you fair exchange. You preaching. You're preaching right I know. Now. Fair exchange is no robbery. <laughs> if I buy a meal, I'm, I need them draws, right? And, but if, if, if we establish a conversation, mm -hmm. 
right? And, and a relationship, and we begin, and we talk. A date don't cost you nothing to go for a walk, baby. A date don't cost you nothing to go sit in the park with a basket and get to know each other. A date so don't cost you it. nothing. But I'm if so if, I, if I if I buy this Panda mean? Express, I need to see some breasts. You hear me? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Preach it. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> But, but a lot I will say a lot of men and women misconcept and they're on that level to where now, okay, yeah, we have to go to an expensive restaurant. We have to go here, we have to go there. I'm okay with going to get a smoothie or having a coffee or going to the park right off the water and sitting there having a conversation. I'm that's down that's for how it. you build a relationship. Yes. What what we are building other than that is I need that. You know what I mean? If we oh, go, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna take you out I'm, to I'm, dinner. I'm for, I'm for, I'm for the walks, right? Yeah, I, I like to eat. So. I do too. Yeah. We can still sit down and no exchange around because I can still pay for my food. I'll pay for our food. So then you, that's, we what can you, go Dutch, that's what you. That's what you communicate. We can go Dutch. That's what you. Com- I'm just not gonna lie. But that's what you communicate. <laughs> you have to communicate yeah, that. No Look, problem. I'm hungry right, right. now. Right. You have to communicate. <laughs> if you communicate anything else, I'm going. <laughs> you you know like when the ticket hit the table, yeah. you know what time it is. Right? Yeah, you I, know, I've you know, so, never had that happen to me. Thank God. Yeah, well, they didn't know. Again, because you don't have a philosophy. Yeah, because I, everybody didn't told you how to act. If I buy you Arby's, I'm trying to give you these meats. You hear me? I don't right. want Arby's. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't like Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have, have the, the meats. meats. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they can keep Arby's. Can, keep I, can I shout out all the good fathers out there mm-hmm. one time? Oh, yeah. Because they don't get enough. Uh, Credit, man. Shout out to all my friends who my boy Mike Larry got an organization called 100% Real Fathers. Nice. Um, shout out to my dog Bill Hill. He always doing stuff with, with his kids. My uh, my cousin Jarvis. All my cousins with kids. All my friends. My boy Will. Um, and I be teasing them. Like, and I probably shouldn't. I call one of my dogs, like, what you doing, man? I'm with the kids. I'm like, you out here being a good daddy? Look at you being a good daddy. Yeah, yeah. Hey. And if he, if, if he go on thegoodfathersonly.com, you can get him a good gift. All right. Oh, you know oh, what I mean? Nice. Yeah. What's so, that? Get a little, little more information about that one. Thegoodfathersonly.com. We're building a national membership for fatherhood where okay. men come together. Uh, we're working on turning it into a national union the whole night where men come together, fathers. Well, we put that in the room, right? Um, we think, uh, again, we seem to think that fatherhood is such a, uh, it's easy, the whole night. A lady wrote a book, uh, and she wrote a book. She went in to be a, a you know, to find out. She went undercover okay. mm. to live, uh, to be as a father. She died from the stress. Damn. You, you, wow. you got to understand that men, right, this is one thing men do very well, right? If I'm quiet, I'm processing. I'm processing. Mm-hmm. Let me process. Don't always interrupt. Let me process. Give me the space to think. You need some pa- Yeah, give me the space to think because I have to cultivate a legacy. Right. That's, that's huge. And if I know that, mm-hmm. that's even bigger. But for a lot of uh, what we have done is when we take that away, 
we got a lot of, and and don't take this wrong ladies but our boys they have a lot of feminine energy oh and because our boys have it. a lot of feminine energy this is what they've been around an extreme long time mm-hmm. right and so we see it when the boys come into the program and we see the emotions and things like that because that's the environment they're in too sensitive not just that just i get my way by acting this way. Boys come out the womb manipulating their mothers. I'm telling y'all this. No, I, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. I'm just thinking off of my nephews that I have, and they're young. Um, my nephew that, uh, uh, Wise, love him. Shout out, Wise. TT loves you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but my nephew, Wise, sometimes, um, he's, and he's a great kid, very smart, but sometimes he'll cry, and he know T don't play that. Right. I'll look at you, and I'm like, okay, so you're is this what you're going to do? Right. And so I'm like, no, I'm not going to give you your way. Okay. Where's, at all. Where's, where's Wise? Uh... His dad is in a picture. Okay. And is he consistent? To my knowledge, yes. Good. So that's who, right? Got to run that, that's and he needs to know. That's, that's he needs to know how important he needs to know. Fifteen things he didn't know about himself. Jefferson, right? I need you to know this. Yeah, shout out to your organization, man, because for people whose fathers not in the house, they need stuff like that. Yep. Like I was fortunate enough growing up to have uh, great father figures around me. Okay, uh, my stepfather was terrible but my youth pastor like he put a, he he built an organization where it was like teaching us how to be men yep. you know what i'm saying so right. and then my my best friend his father was married and his parents were married for like 65 years right. before uh his father passed right but that was a great example right next to me and he talked he talked to me like i was his son yes you know what i'm saying that's so, our job yeah and so we need organizations for for kids who don't have fathers in the house. So yes. shout out to you, man. Especially yeah. the boys. The boys, right? And, 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 and even the girls, the girls, the girls too. too. Yeah. No, right? Because saying, it helps women. It helps women in their selection process as well. Man, it's so but much have... easier to date a woman who had their father. Really? Oh, yes. I just want to say one thing because we gave gonna, shout out. They're not going to go for no, <laughs> no mess. You know what no, I'm saying? Yes, yes. I just want to say one thing. Um, there are a lot of organizations for women, but I just had to point it out, like, especially, I mean, I'm sorry, girls growing up into women. There are definitely a lot of organizations just need more and need to know about these organizations. So we will have those posted. But I did want to give a shout out to my dad because he's a great dad. He was around for me till I graduated high school. Iman Abdullah, love you, dad. So, yeah, and, and, and so that's why, you know, I had two organizations, one for boys, one for fathers, right? Okay. And it's just so, so important, right? Um, and, and basically, I can be honest with you, it's not that y'all invest in this. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't invest in this. Culturally, we don't invest in this stuff, you see? Your money is going into materialism. Right. You're not really investing in your sons. You're not. And and it's... It, it, don't get me wrong, I get it because of the conditioning. But when they put $12.8 billion in the girls' organizations, mm-hmm. we're still trying to put women over men organizations. We got mm-hmm. a problem. Mm-hmm. Definitely. We got a problem. You have no business 
Yeah. You, and you understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to put you and point you and put you over this male organization because simply because you're comfortable with women leading. But the truth of the matter is you're not going to help that many boys. Oh, yeah. Right? And even with you doing so, you can, congratulations, beautiful, because I know some sisters that do it. And they do it to the level where they're making sure that men are in their lives. Right. But the men... The men that need to step up and run these organizations and be in these organizations, we need more. And that's why we need more marriages so our yes. boys can understand and our girls can understand why my sister Nita, she need a good man. I need a Hello. good, strong, definitely. strong man. <laughs> well, yeah. I am not good yes. for the week, baby. No I ring on not. his finger. No ring but on his finger. I am. Um, I want to give a shout out to my father. My father had me young. He was he was a young man. He was 16 years old when I entered his life. And me watching, I didn't have my child till I was 25. That is to be to be responsible for another soul at such a young age and still trying to teach yourself and learn or whatever his struggles were, because all of us, you right. know, come up with That's one. Right. That's right. I just want to give a shout-out to him for shout his out, effort, yes. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's all like, you know, I did not agree with a lot of things, but I had to step back mm -hmm. and realize that he gave me what he could. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So right. it is what it is. And then I'm cool. I've always had a father presence. I've always had father figures, and I've always had him. So, and with him came his family. So it grew a lot of traditions for me that's what's but, up but um and you just gotta you gotta take the good and you leave everything else we okay. do have a oh i'm sorry no go ahead oh. we do have another young man um buddy love who's gonna yes. give us our our uh what snatches my buffs today let's go for it what up though what up though it's your man's buddy love reporter from harlem man and i need to tell y'all what really snatches my bus worse than a crackhead on the east side being broke because I hate being broke. I'm trying to tell you right now, I just caught a flat tire. But I've been driving on that spare tire for two years now, so I was due for one. You got to be careful with your ass guy, for. I told him to take the wheel, but I ain't mean like that. Damn. It messes with your mental. It messes with your mind when you broke, man. You can't get nothing right. You can't even get your name right when you broke. Be like, man, what was my name? Uh, yeah, Cleophis. And with it being Men's Health Month, Ooh, man, that'll make a brother sick. So I'm telling y'all, y'all be out here, y'all watch y'all health, y'all make sure y'all go get them checkups. Don't be waiting to Keisha say, oh, something burning on me to go do that. You hear me? We got to take care of ourselves more as a black community as men, y'all. But I'm broke right now, so I'm looking for some buffs to snatch up here in New York. So I'll get at y'all later. <laughs> don't, don't. Ignore that in, y'all. Right. He's just right. playing. He's just playing. Right. But no, I was broke. He was broke? I was broke. And how did you feel? I was a broke man. Broke. How did that make you feel? Like, what did you go through to like, overcome that situation? Was that, the, was that the icing on top of the cake right. with all of the other things that you were dealing with? Or was that something of an eye-opener for you? It, it, to be quick, right? Mm -hmm. I was on the ground with a blanket. Mm. And I said, all right, God, this your show. Right? Literally. Literally. Just the wheel. This your show, right? Yeah. And I'm going to listen to you, right? So, I, again, being broke doesn't necessarily mean being broke financially is one thing, but being broke spiritually mm -hmm. is a whole nother dynamic, mm. right? And so being broke sometimes puts you in a place to react, to get to your purpose and things like that. I didn't have a book when I was broke. 
Right. It was on paper. The vision was in a little red book. Long time ago. I had no idea. But when you write it, you speak it, you seek it. Amen. He'll give it. Yeah. And and to be honest with you, and then I'm done. To be honest with you, uh, I ain't had no 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 uh, whole bunch of money. I had a bunch of women, though. Mm. Right? But I knew the best thing for me was to let everybody else go, mm-hmm. focus on the plan that was at hand, and within a month, phone rang, my dog called me, say, Kev, remember all that love you and showed? I got a house for you for a dollar. Mm. And yeah, and like man. that, that crib, boom, right to a car, moved out to Wixom, and kept planning. Okay. Sometimes you just need that time. Mm-hmm. Being broke is different. But sometimes you need that time because God got something bigger for you, but you got to be spiritually in tune with yourself. Okay. Well, this is something that we definitely need to touch back on in the future. This was awesome. Thank you, D. Jones. Thank you, Calvin Mann, for being on the did, show with did us. You, did you just pronounce my name D or D-E-E? I said D. <laughs> so whichever way we take it, baby. D, E, or D. All day. <laughs> no. But so, yes, definitely appreciate you and thank you for tuning in. Well, thank you. Thanks guys. for having us. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having us for sure. Okay. We'll see girl. you later, guys. I am Crystal B. I am RB Silverman. This is Let's Talk About It podcast. You guys have a good day. Peace. Hey.